Being a mom is the toughest job there is, and it doesn't come with instructions. So it's okay if you don't have all the answers. We'll figure it out together. This is Mom Brain with Hilaria Baldwin and Daphne Oz. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mom Brain. I'm Daphne. And I'm Ilaria. And today's guest is Alicia Reiner of Orange is the New Black fame, among so many other projects that she has going on. Um, she's here to talk to us about uh, a variety of, uh, of well, interesting things, actually. She's the mother of one beautiful girl who's nine. They mm-hmm. have these bedtime rituals that are so She's very magical. thoughtful, all so into thoughtful. meditation, speaking to her daughter like she's an adult. I mean, you know, for, for Daphne and I, who have children that are, you know, a bit younger than hers, it's always fun. Like, I'm always, like, chomping at the bit, like, like, okay, teach me, teach me, teach me. I'm just, like, a little bit of a window into the future, how we can be a conscientious mom, just like she is. She has, seems like she has, like, one of the best husbands in in the world. I've met him. He is lovely. Um, she is very, very lucky. And of course, he's very lucky to have her as well. And she tells um, us about his new fitness routine that's making uh, him look like Superman. Yes. She, we, she was like, I walk into my kitchen every morning to get my coffee and I just want to jump his bones, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was super fun. So if you guys are interested in, you know, giving your hubbies a little uh, nudge uh-huh. on, the, on the dad bod, stay tuned for the workout that he's doing. <laughs> Here's our conversation with Alicia Reiner. Will you do us another favor and pretend that we don't know who you are and introduce yourself? I'm Alicia Reiner. I'm an actress, activist, and producer. And you might know me as Fig on Orange is the New Black or Kiki Reigns on The Deuce um, or from Better Things or from Egg or from Equity and Egg, the movie that I star in with Christina Hendricks and Anna Camp comes into theaters and on demand on January 18th. Amazing. Wait, I have my, where's my bag? I have presents for you. I brought, so I collaborated with Simply Straws to make, wait, one of these is my personal one. (laughs) Um, She's like, that one's been you. So I collaborated with Simply Straws to make straw holders and a glass straw for the holidays no and the, part of the proceeds go to lonely whale oh, I love that. and you'll you'll open it up what you get to each pick a what your favorite pattern is i like the rainbow one. <laughs> oh, good 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 thank you so much and if much. you like the rainbow one too there is another I'm rainbow take one the Dalmatian okay. yeah okay. because rafa is into yeah. um the uh, is into Marshall. Wait, this is so it's a glass straw. It's a great it gift a item. Cleaner. It comes. It's lifetime warranty because everyone gets scared because yeah. it's glass, but yeah. it's oh, lifetime warranty. Ooh. There's this yellow. They come in and it comes with the the little cleaner, and I it's like that. for the person who has everything to stop them using plastic. Oh, I love that. And I love don't that so much. Part of the proceeds go to lonely. Can Mail. I tell you nothing? is so irritating to me as those paper straws. I know. Um, because A, I don't know that they're actually conserving all that much, but B, they fall apart in your mouth and it's disgusting. And my my uh, kids chomp on them, right? And then they flatten and they gotta, you know, suck it out and the whole thing. So a glass straw and a, or a metal straw. Yeah. And glass we also straw, have bamboo I don't know if I don't know if I would recommend that for, for a, small, a human. small human. But I do. Can use you the actually metal crunch one? through these? I didn't want to. You know. You it. know what? It's one of those things where you, you don't. I don't want to be the person to find out. Right. Um. But the metal ones. We use aluminum. Can, yeah, yeah. For my daughter. Yeah, for. Um, um, yes. And what size shoe are you both? Um. Nine I am half. like a like a seven. 
Oh, okay. Because I we only have samples because the shoe collaboration. Wait, look at you. Oh there's a magic. Gosh, it's like so Barney's but bag only over in there. Size eight. <laughs> but we, I can get you. So these, so we just did for the holidays. My fashion company did three collaborations: one with Lonely Whale and Simply Straws, one with Oka B. This is a partially recycled, so they recycle some of that plastic oh, cool. into shoes, and. Our collaboration on this one is with Still She Rise, which is the only organization that services mothers in prison. Oh, wow. Um, and the whole idea is one of the shoes says, I walk in her shoes, and the other says, Still She Rise. Oh, those are great. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Good and for you. the other one is a purse. Oh, well, you know what? The, pur- the purse that you're that you're with right now is a collaboration between Lingua Franca and MZ Wallace collaborated to make this bag, and it all goes to what is what the, is the uh, still she still she wait run um. Oh. It, uh, it, it collaborates to, to give to this charity that um, you guys are that really helps. Support. I know we're really I know. Well, that's like, not we're my, it's not one of my colla- bag, it's okay? not one of my collaborations, so I don't need to know the charity. Um. I love it, but it it, it supports women who are running, running for office. For office. Yes. Yes. And yeah. this year we had historic, epic, epic, epic awesome, mm-hmm. and so many of them are mothers. I know. So when Daphne and I. Um, sort of, you know, birthed mom brain mm. along with a bunch of other different people. But, you know, this started over playdates and us also kind of like sniffing each other yeah. out and getting to know each other, you know? It was what I remember the first time that, I mean, I, I think I remember the first time we met. Maybe it's a different time than you, than you remember, but I remember. And I remember that her publicist gave me her phone number and said, Daphne wants you to have this. I proceeded to lose it, <laughs> and then years went by, and I we like started like trying to connect. I think I had like your dad's phone number before I had your phone number. <laughs> by the way, um, it's distinctly possible. It's very possible. He's very he's been very into communication. Um, but we started having playdates, and you know, where we have kids around the same age, and we're like sort of in that you know baby center, trying to figure out you know what to do in the middle of the night when you have fevers and all this different stuff, and. And we got frustrated that there's so much different opinion and everybody's judgmental. Mm. And it's like, can we create a safe space where everybody can come in with all sorts of different opinions and we can say, hey, you know what? We're going to talk to this person who has these really strong views mm-hmm. and put them out there. And we're not endorsing anything. We can talk to this person who's having these really like strong views and we're not necessarily endorsing it. We might have our own private yeah. beliefs and what we do, but that we can create this place that motherhood unites so many people. There's a lot of moms out there. I feel like from the first moment you... You become pregnant. There's so many choices, and there's so many like, oh, I'm doing it this way. Oh, I'm doing it this way. And, and people I think, are very married to those choices. Yes. Well, so. I think everybody wants to feel like they're doing it right, right. And especially around being a mom, because you wanna, you wanna do the best. You wanna like fix the mistakes that you feel were made on you so badly, right? And you just wanna know that you're doing it right. And that your decision is right. And I think it takes a lot of courage to go, I'm going to do the best I can. But my biggest thing, uh, my biggest right is not to judge anybody else. Because that's really what I want to teach my kid, right? Mm -hmm. Is, okay, so let's say I'm I'm choosing natural birth. If someone chooses C-section and that's what they want to do, awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as we both have healthy children, God bless. Yeah. Like, 
if someone chooses breastfeeding and someone chooses not to, God bless. Um, you know, I was really, when I was, um, when it was tiny, I breastfed for a while and I was part of a nonprofit that helped support women and give them tools for breastfeeding. And I was attacked a little bit by people who couldn't and thought that I was saying, you have to. Right. And I would say, oh my God, no. I, what, first of all, whatever your choice is awesome. And one of the reasons I got involved with that organization was one of my best friends couldn't. And she tried for a long time, and I had a lot of extra milk, and I donated my milk to her. So, like, that's the way I, like, we worked it out between the two of us, and it was, like, this beautiful, awesome thing. And and I just wanted as many women to feel supported as mm -hmm. possible. And it was never, like, do this thing, and I was never, like, you know, well, that that's where people, you know, that's where people get very judgmental is, you know, you're like, well, this is the way that I do it. And they're like, are you saying that's the only way to do it? And that's basically, I think, as mothers, as parents, we have to come together and be like, hey, you know what? This works for this. I have four kids. And let me tell you, they are four completely different people. And everything has been different from their pregnancies to the birth to, you know, how they breastfeed. I've been breastfeeding all of them, but it's all been exactly different. And, you know, I, I, I think that with, with any of this, you have to look at the individual. We are in charge with this being that comes in with their own soul, their own preferences, everything. And our jobs as parents is to really, really, really focus on their needs. You know, then we can get together and be like, well, I did this. Well, I did this. Well, I do this. And then you kind of have the toolbox. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to go home and I'm going to look at my little person and I'm going to take out the tools. I really think that a lot of breastfeeding has to do with the baby as well. Some It's a 50-50 relationship. Some of it is what you eat, what your boobs look like, yeah. by the way, how your body yeah. is wired. And then then the other part has to do with, you know, the, the kids. And is this something it's, that they want to it's, do? It's funny. I, because I'm like a, I'm a small-breasted woman, and I thought, oh God, I'm not, I'm not going to be good at this. And then when I was actually, I took a class before, and they're like, where, where, you, where's your family from? And I was like, Russia. And she's like, oh, you're going to be fine. And like <laughs> that, which she no, just and 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 it was true. I made so much milk. It's so interesting though. It has nothing to do with breast nothing. size at all. Like nothing. it's all memory tissue, and yeah. it can be completely internal. And every Russian woman I know has had lots of milk so maybe there is something <laughs> in that um, but no I totally agree with you Laria. the point of mom brain was to let us have a bigger toolbox and to combine our mom brains and, and let them reinforce each other and let us cherry pick the best advice from each of these episodes that. and the things that we really feel are going to feed our family in the best way possible but I, I think it's also um, you know I think it's really amazing to see how let's put it this way I don't feel like I have enough time in the day to take care of myself and my family the mm. way that I want to. And um, and it's always the mom guilt thing is always a very interesting thing when it's externalized, when as in when someone else has time to judge, when someone else has time to think, you know, why would she do it that way and question how the choices that you make for your own family? It's a little bit like, how do you have the time and how, and how do you have the time to care enough about how I'm doing things in my own life? I don't get it. I mean, I, I can barely, I can barely do it for myself. And I think that's when I catch myself feeling like 
I'm looking for validation. Mm. I'm look, and a lot of time it, it at the at the I'll give myself the benefit of the doubt. It's wanting to find the community. It's wanting yeah. to find mothers who've been through a similar experience. It's wanting to make sure that I'm not crazy, that I'm not alone in this. Um, but at the same time, when I'm looking for that validation is also when I'm most vulnerable to the competitive and the comparative. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's when I find myself being like, well, you know, why why does she do it that way? Or like, I would never do it that way or whatever. And you have to feel that in yourself and be like, wow, that's it has nothing to do with me. Right. Literally yeah. Yeah. nothing and to do with me. And it's those moments. I think it's those moments that are the best learning moments for myself when I realize, even if nobody hears about it, if I realize, whoa, I just judge somebody. I just judge somebody and I need to realize that maybe I'm jealous. Yeah. Maybe I'm insecure. Maybe I'm not solid in the way that I'm right. doing it. Right. Now that also becomes like within reason. Like there's certain things that you're like, wow, that's just like neglect. You know what I mean? There are certain things where um, our, I mean, my philosophy, I think is what most people's philosophy is. Like as long as you're not hurting anyone, yeah. like, you know, do do your thing. It's mo- I mean, when when it's hurting, then that's where the judgmental zone comes in and you hope that these this person gets help. But other than that, I mean, you know, we again come in all a different shapes and sizes. Now I want to get back to your boobs okay <laughs> i want to get back to your boobs because did they like become absolutely enormous when you got milk or they they became what we called porn boobs yep. because they it looked like i had like f- f- a real f- f- yes. bad silicone I, oh, everybody yeah. thinks that i have fake boobs once yeah, i start it breastfeeding gets, again they get like they get like this enlarged yeah, yeah, and great like and gorgeous yeah like yeah, yeah. It, looks, it, it looks it looks like fake, fake. yeah and so, did and you that's like why those, or did you I not loved, like? Well, they're amazing. I, you know, I'm back <laughs> they to though. yeah. They hurt. <laughs> they hurt. Um, and my husband loved that I had cleavage for the first, you know, and I probably breastfed for two and a half years Just because to keep no, them. no. Um, but uh, it, it's a it's a funny it's, it's a funny, such right? a funny thing, and it's you know you were talking earlier about your how each human is so different and I I do call my daughter like or when I'm talking to other people like how is your small human mm-hmm. um, and I remember reading before I had her all about sleep and I read so many different books like everything from sleep Nazi sleep training before they're even bo- you know like the minute they're born to have them sleep in your bed till they're 27 <laughs> and I wanted to know how all these different people, like every modality, so that I knew I had as many tools for the human that she would be. Right. Because you don't know who they're going to be. And I think that is, in a way, the most challenging part of parenting is it is this deeply unique experience. There's only one you and there's only one them. And each of your children is so different. Mm -hmm. And you aren't going to find even your best friend is going to do it a little different because their small human is different and your small Mm -hmm. human. And like, you know, one of my best friends has three and I have one and that's, that has its own differences and our careers are different. You know, like it, it's all different. And that's, I think the trickiest bit is like, how do we love and support each other deeply and, it's back to listening. What do you need? Not what do I need. So I think you need Not what, what do I, I need have to give yeah. you or what would I need in your yeah. situation? What do but you actually need? It's like need? listening and saying, what do you need in this moment? How do you center yourself? Like what are, what are the very personal things that you do in your quiet time? I wake up every morning and I like, I have like sort of a set of prayers. I do a little bit of writing. I, I start the day in a very, 
um, specific way. Um, I have a little meditation room. I used to go there a lot more before she was born. <laughs> um, but she meditates and she does yoga and, oh, you know, amazing. so. And then in the mornings, I try and, like, be fully present with her and no technology and, like, really just we have breakfast together. We walk the, you know, she'll walk the dog and we have, like, some beautiful conversations. And then um, and then I get pretty busy for most of the day. And then at the end of the day, got on days that I get to be home, which is delightful, and I try and make sure at least half the week that I'm home for dinner and we have we try and have family dinner. I'm a big fan of, like, we all eat at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, again, no technology. And for the first time, like, a week ago, she was like, Dad, put away your phone. <laughs> she doesn't have a phone, but she's, How like... How old is she? She's nine. She's nine. Um, but... You know, and she doesn't really, she's not into technology, which is amazing. And I want that to be true for as long as possible. Um, but she'll like call us on it, which I love. And I'll call myself on it. Yeah. Um, this, I guess yesterday I was with her for like three hours without looking at my phone. And all of a sudden I looked at my phone and I saw all of these emails and some of them were work related. And I was in the middle of a conversation with her. And I dropped out and I noted and I like stopped in the middle of a sentence because I started seeing all this. And then I went, wow, Liv, I am so sorry. That was really rude of me. We were in the middle of a conversation and I saw a lot of work stuff and I got scared. And I uh, I, I sort of checked out. I'm really sorry. I'll try not to do that again. Um, so it's, it's that That's like an amazing parenting moment, by the way, I always love when I can find things that I can apologize to my kids for, because we're asking them to apologize so many times, especially yeah. I have, you know, six months yeah, old. Yeah. He doesn't have to apologize for me, <laughs> but the two and the three-year-old and the five-year-old, they have to apologize like all the time. Yeah. And so when I can find time to do that kind of thing and not have this whole thing of like, oh, mommy's perfect and mommy can do it this way because they know they, she saw all of that was going on. And the fact that you, you know, you say it, you acknowledge it and you apologize and make them feel like they're the most important thing in the world. Now, what you say, I, I was speaking with a dad one time who um, gave me really great advice because, you know, we all have these, the three of us have these kind of weird jobs where we can be at home and working at the same time, which really makes the checkout easy to be like, oh, well, I'm here extra time. So it's okay if I answer these emails because I'm with my kids, but you're actually not with your kids. So I said, and he, he works sometimes from home. And I said, how do you deal with that? How do you create that boundary? And he says, if I have to do something, I explain to them first. That's exactly what I do. Kind of like what you, what you said, but, but doing it first of saying, You know what, guys? In, and his kids are little. Like, they don't really understand. But he's, they, he's I believe it. they understand everything all the time. And I have always done that. Like, what I what upset me about it yesterday was I hadn't done it. Right. And usually I explain right. ahead Before. of time. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's such a good it's tool. such a good but tool. But even your awareness to say, I got scared. Yeah. Like, yeah that, and huge. I had a knee-jerk reaction because I was fearful. That's... I'm I'm similarly trying to uh, my my oldest is four and a half. Mm. It's really important that you know that she'll be five in February. <laughs> um, but uh, you know she she's trying to figure out what the way that you're motivated by different things and and how to respond in certain situations and that that her parents are human too. Yeah, and so to be able to say to her, 
I was really frustrated or I was really scared or, you know, when you don't, she's in this hiding phase now and she won't answer me when I call her. And I was like, you know, it it makes, when you, when I don't know where you are and there's dangerous things around, it scares me. It makes me really sad and it makes me really scared. And then because they're such emotional little creatures, they're like, oh, that makes so much more sense to me than you just screaming at me and getting, you know, totally getting mad. Um, so I, uh, I love that you had the wherewithal well, and the awareness to say that. <laughs> when she was three, she, you know, she got very upset one day. I can't even remember what it was because it was a long time ago. And I noticed myself getting upset. And I, and I said, I need to go give myself a timeout <laughs> because I am at a place where I can't communicate in the way that I want to communicate with you. So I'm going to go into the bathroom and I'm going to take some breaths. And that scared her so much oh, that then she calmed herself down, which I, which was not my intention. My intention was simply to in, like take to a calm my, to take <laughs> to calm my down yeah. so I could be a good parent again. But then she got scared by it and she was like. Oh, my, mom, mommy, are you oh, okay? This is are you? Yeah. Oh are you God. okay? Yeah. Well, because they do think we're masters of the universe, yeah. and I think when we show them weakness, it's both relieving to them that that like people mm. are not all, that we that their imperfections are normal because we are imperfect too. But it's also terrifying because they're like, yeah. but you have yeah. to be in control because I don't. And know And it's what's such going an on. interesting balance because yeah. you don't want to be on a pedestal as a parent because I think I that's could, dangerous. I could be on a pedestal for a little bit longer. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, you got time. You got time. <laughs> And you and you want them to feel safe, yeah. which means there is a level of pedestal so that they feel like, OK, somebody's in control. I, I don't have to be in control. You know what I want to talk about with you is, is something that we were talking about. I don't know if you remember at the Lonely Well Gala um, is and no, there's never favoritism. I love all my children mm. exactly <laughs> the same as I'm sure Daphne um, uh, feels the same way. But there is a certain relationship that you have and you have one child and there is an intensity mm. for that very short period of time when I only had one child. <laughs> it, there is an intensity to it that is so special. And I know that a lot of our listeners have just one child. There are some that have a lot of kids and there's some that have a couple kids and there's some that have just one child. And so I want to, I, I want to hear about your relationship with her and just how you talk about that passion and how you talk about that intensity because I remember on that night that that was something that we were talking about a lot and it really brought tears to my eyes how you talked about your daughter she's you know it's a very magical relationship and it is very in intimate in a way that um I think must be different I don't know because I've never had four children um but I will say you know, back to, I guess, that those, like, daily rituals of centering, there's the ability to have a, a deep conversation that I know when we have, a, we have a lot of friends with a lot of kids, and they're at our house a lot, and even just yesterday, we had two littles, like a three and a five-year-old, and between all of the adults, the dog, and the three, the three, five, and nine-year-old, there was not, yeah, it's chaos, and there, you couldn't have a real conversation mm-hmm. for hours. And, <laughs> Welcome to our house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's, we have these, like, deep conversations yeah. a lot. Our yeah. dinner conversation is really deep and philosophical, um, and she's a wise, wise human, 
And before bed, we do, you know, we ground our night with like songs and prayers. And then we, and it's, they're very um, non-religious. It's like, you know, it's a a yoga song. And yeah, it's like a little bit of chanting and then a Jewish prayer and a a 12-step prayer. You know, like we we sort of gather from all different traditions. And, um, and, And we make up a song together every night. Um, we make up a song about uh, gratitude, and we sing about what we're grateful for every night. And that's the kind of thing that I, I think I, I cherish in a different way than if if I had, you know, if I had four children, I would cherish them all in in different, these different yeah, it's, it's ways. Just, it's yeah. just a different thing, but there is that. I mean, yesterday I. Um, I brought Carmen to get manicure and pedicure. Mm. And, you know, part of it is she's the oldest. Part mm. of it, she was an only child for a brief period of time. Part of it is that she's the only girl, girl. and mm. that the other ones are at the age of, like, bashing things so she can actually sit still and have a really great conversation. I mean, Carmen is, like, so much fun to talk to. Yeah. And so we, like, go and we're, we read, um, we're reading Ramona the Pest right now. So we, like, did reading there, and we talk about different things. She talks about school and stuff like that. But it just is this incredible, incredible thing when you can really just sit and have a calm moment with your child and get to know them, you know what I mean? And realize that they are their own being. You know, the things that she comes up with and the different thoughts that she has, I didn't give her those thoughts. Yeah, you know? that's that's what's magic when Absolutely. you realize like, oh, you're having your own thoughts now. Yes. It's not it's just, AI you're come just, to life. yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, yeah. And you will, I think, really, you'll have... The same relationship I have with my daughter, you'll have four different times. It's just they'll be they'll be separate, and it's it'll be these those special times where you can be with them individually. One of my best friends, the one that I was talking about, who has three, she works really hard, and sometimes she feels like she fails. And I'm, to me, I'm like, oh my god, you're amazing at this. Of having separate time with each kid and making sure to build that into their week. And sometimes you can't have one-on-one with each kid in in a week and it takes 2 weeks or a month to figure out those yeah. special just one-on-one dates. But it's it's a discovery and each like our children the amazing thing about kids is they're growing so rapidly that from Day to day, I feel like she's changing. Um, And from date to date, you know, you'll have that next date with Carmen and you'll feel how deeply different she is. Well, what I try to do is I try to check in with each one of them every single and I'll do even if it's not an entire activity like getting your nails done or something like that. You know, Rafa and I'll go get, you know, my coffee together or, you know, like Leo, I was laying with him in bed last night until he fell asleep and he's like stroking my face. I mean, like total, I was starving and it was, he was taking a really long time to go to bed and I'm just like, I just enjoy it, enjoy it and try to be grateful. I mean, you brought up the word gratitude. It's just the point of like, okay, I need to like free this yeah. moment even though my stomach is like no <laughs> and then Romeo sleeps with me so like I'm like the ultimate multitasker of like I will every kid needs to be a, you know if they have siblings a sibling but they also need to be an only child yeah and yeah. you need to be able to to relate with them you know on that on that and understanding that is extraordinary I feel like it's a, it's a lot of work with four but yeah. it's it's totally it's it it is it is possible now you are somebody who is so focused on um, different 
um, sort of charity stuff that you do. You're a very conscientious person. We have done things together with Lonely Whale, with Bent on Learning, yeah. which is a yoga, um, bringing yoga into inner city schools. Um, and you now, how do you pass that on to your daughter? I think it's really what we were talking about earlier is everything that I do, I'm ta- I'm talking to her about. And every like every night that I go out, and I've done this since she was very small. I also really believe in talking to kids like humans, like not like, mm-hmm. you know, not baby talk. Like, I talk to my dog in baby talk, <laughs> um, but I don't talk to my do- I've never talked to my daughter really in baby talk. It's like I'm going out tonight and this is why, you know, and this is tonight I'm going out and this is what this organization does and this is why it's important to me to support them. Is she okay with that at nine? Absolutely. She's she you know and she's really and I've always created an environment where she can say when she's not okay with it. She can say you know a couple weeks ago she's like you've been out a lot and last week I canceled a lot um, because I was you know if I'm working during the day and I'm not seeing her during the day I you know, it's really important for me to be home more. Um, so I try and really listen to that. And I'll never forget when I, well, when I made my first movie, I said, which was about women on Wall Street, and I was working so hard because I was producing and acting. And at a certain point, I said, "How are you feeling about this? Like, I am working so hard. I'm like shooting this. I'm shooting Orange." I'm like during it's it's a little how are you feeling and I expected her to say like I'm mad or you know like and I wanted her to say whatever she and she said I'm really proud of you because you're making opportunities for women and you're making movies about women and I was like and I totally started crying (laughs) like I'm such a great mom I raised a great daughter (laughs) and then with the second movie the egg which comes out in January she said at the end of it sort of in a, we, in a similar conversation, she's like, I think I'm done with you doing this for a while. I'd like it if you didn't make another movie for two years. And I was like, okay. And she has her boundaries. Yeah. We love it. I was like, I hear you and I'm fine with that. I'm, And by the way, I don't want to make another movie for two years. <laughs> I'm really enjoying acting, right? You know, I'm we're doing our last season on Orange right now, and then I'll probably go right back into the Deuce um, or and or Better Things. Better Things. Do you guys watch Better Things? No. Oh, Better Things. I think you both love. It's about a single mom of three. Oh wow! And it's wow. all about what it is to be a mother. Um, wow. And I think you guys would love it. Very so that's cool. on FX. Our third season comes out in. They said early two thousand nine. So you are watch. juggling so many different calendars on, all at once. Yeah. Um, I know we need to let you go, but but I do want to ask because it's a stressful career that you've chosen, and it's one where there's a lot of outside uh, dictums telling you how to be and who to say, what to say and and how to do it. How do you stay centered and how do you calm stress and relieve anxiety if you ever have any um, and stay true to yourself? Um, I don't sleep. No, I. Uh, <laughs> so I will say, you know. It's funny, the other day someone said to me, like, how do you do it all? And I do believe becoming a mother, you realize how much time was in your day before yes. and you didn't know. And no offense to people who choose not to be mothers, but there's like a, there is a, you had no idea how much you can do once you become. So I, I'm on Orange and Better Things and The Deuce, and then my second movie is coming out in January. And I'm a, 
I'm a voice of a cartoon, which I've never been before. I'm a voice of a Nickelodeon educational cartoon called Butterbeans Cafe. We're obsessed with oh, that. I'm Miss Marmalady. <gasps> no. Oh my god, total fangirl moments. Oh this you're the first person because it. it just started last week. No, you're the we're, first. We're, my kids are obsessed with so Butterbeans. It's, it's on it's Nick new. Jr. Yeah, it's, it's on the brand Nick new. Jr. Wait, Butterbeans Cafe. Butterbeans Cafe. Yes. And oh, I'm I'm the mean fairy. I'm yeah, I'm a marmalady who tries to steal all of Butterbeans everything. Give us your mean lady voice spork spatch <laughs> get over here <laughs> spork and spatch are my two little monkeys who are like and i have these and i just found out they're gonna have merch like i'm gonna have you're gonna be able to buy like miss marmalade ma- miss marmalade oh yeah my i'm gosh. so excited oh my god this so is there's so there's that and then lavari my fashion company and people are like how do you and part and one of my answers sometimes is I only have one child, you know, yeah. like that that is a truth of it all. Yeah. Um, and I think parenting taught me how to multitask in this massive way. I think a piece of it is wanting to make the world a better place for her. So that's where Lavari comes from and that's where creating my own content comes from is wanting to create female driven content for women and by women, you know, like hiring all women heads of every department and making movies about women, communicating about women at work. So we, you know, I work with the Gina Davis Institute a lot and their whole thing is if she can see it, she can be it. And really showing her, she does not want to be an actress. Thank God, she wants to be a doctor. She's her birthday oh, wow. is next month, and she's asked for scrubs, oh. a set of scrubs, and a full size skeleton so she can Did learn she the bones of the body. Yet? Because I got my kids like you can get a real a good stat- one, like no real one on Amazon. That's yeah. a great it's, idea. It's That's a such great a good gift. Idea. We they're have not, a cheapy they're one. Not, no, these are not expensive, and the cheapy ones, first of all, don't actually work. Yeah, I know. And then second, because because I get the eco friendly one that's made out of like Plus. yeah. No, not it's plastic. Made, no, no not plastic. like it's rubber. Made out, no, it's made. Oh. It's made out of bamboo? wood. Oh, <laughs> it's much more closer on the bamboo. It's made out of wood and string. Um, so those do oh, not great. work. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like it's just supposed to look like that. But they want to actually listen. So I got them a real stethoscope on on Amazon, and they love um, yeah, it. We're getting. You just have to teach them, and, and you yeah. won't have to with yeah. your daughter because your daughter's older. Not, not to, to eat scream, it. No, yeah. oh, not, not to, to scream in it when it's in somebody else's ear. Oh, see all these things you learn. So I think. You know, how do you not be stressed? I don't have it. I mean, yoga. You have your practice. And working out. I like I I believe my so my lives. Godmother is Gurmuk, um, who's a yoga teacher. And she really believes that not only is yoga important, but that women need to sweat every day. She feels really strongly about yeah. that. Like that that's your release. And it is my drug of choice. It it really does help get out those stress hormones moves, for moves me. your body. I mean, when you when people say like, okay, just shake it out, shake it out, shake it out, that is exactly what it is. Is that when you're stressed, your body has a physical reaction mm-hmm. and your body tightens up. So for you to go, I mean, it just makes sense for you to go and move your body and sweat a little bit mm-hmm. and get back, get centered. It it conjures up feeling yeah. in your body, yeah. so you get reconnected to, hey, how am I feeling today? Yeah. Whoa, I'm stressing my shoulders out. Let me just relax them. People come to me all the time and they're like, you know, how can I get rid of this neck pain? And I said, you know, I can give you really great stretches and that will help a little bit but if you're living the other 23 hours of the day with your shoulders up by mm-hmm. your ears and your trapezius is so tense you really have to just stop doing what you're doing and, turn, and relax your shoulders and realize that no matter how much tension you bring into them not going to change your life not going to make your stresses better 
We, um, it's funny, we have a, a mini trampoline in our office. Oh, yeah. And whenever things get a little, we just jump on the trampoline. And that's the other thing, like have a dance party. That's the fun thing about having a child at home is like you can always put on great music and, ha- and keep, your, keep your sense of humor. You know, I think we're both married to funny men and that I'm a, I'm assuming you're married to someone He's funny, but too. not in public. But, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. I still think he's shy, which is it's so yeah. hilarious I spend a lot of time with My him. husband is like the most outgoing, gregarious Leo, but for some reason, both Alec and Alaria think he's like this he's quiet very wallflower. He's elegant. Thing. Very elegant. Like elegant. I'm always, whenever he's we're around him, because he's got this very like grown-up voice. He's younger than both me and Alec. And me. He's younger than nice. all of us, and he really is, you're like, oh boy. Boy, we better behave now. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. And he always like wears his suit, and he's so handsome. He looks like like um, he looks like Superman. <laughs> He's uh. like, don't ever let him listen to this because then Daphne's never going like, <laughs> to let him It's so like, funny to me because I literally met him and he was like the frat star of the century in a in a giant diaper because he was being hazed. No. And it's just hilarious, That's to, hilarious. Me to think hilarious. of them thinking that he's this like prim and proper. No, he's so because elegant. he, I mean, he definitely, yeah. you know, shines up. He's a very shiny kind of. he's got a very deep voice. And he's got a very deep mm. voice. He's very manly. Yeah, David he was recruited for shop, voice, but he's yeah. like, he's a dude. I like I like some muscles. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go out there and say that. But it's always hilarious to me because they think they're, they're like oh he's just he's just shy you, you okay must be the i will tell in the i will tell you something about muscles so david i've known like i met him when i was 19 um and he never was like a muscular guy like he had a lovely build but not like mm-hmm. and he just started doing this pro this program and now he has like he's like ripped it's unbelievable. It is It is so beyond my wildest dreams. I never thought I would have that like, oh my God, my husband's a superhero body. Um, and What he, what prompted the, what's he doing? And first of all, what's the program? It was his doing? birthday. Okay. And it's this guy, Jeff Cavalier. It's, it's freaking YouTube videos. I'm not kidding you. It's this like, he found it through somebody else. And it works. I don't know how it works, Amazing. but it's it's these videos that you like watch while you're working out, and you do the whatever he TRX yeah. or something. It's I can't remember what it's called, but it he has like a million Instagram followers. Jeff Cavalier. I don't know. Okay, but it's goodbye, I, Dad Bod. He does not. <laughs> That's ha- yeah, hilarious. it's. Sh- I'm loving it so much. I never thought That's I would so be funny. with a man with like John, the hottest body. John was wearing a Batman super suit oh, for so Halloween, good. and I so was good. I was walking behind videoing yeah. him because. I got Batman. I got Batman through the ages. So I got my dad, the, you know, the, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name right now, but the actor, the very famous actor who played Batman in the 60s. Yeah, What's his yeah. name? Adam West. Adam West. Yeah. Thank you so much, I Cal. Gonna, Cal. I was going to be like Bill <laughs> Ward. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so my dad was, exactly. So my dad was the 60s Batman. John was the, I think, the Dark Knight Batman. And little John was, oh my God. Uh, you know, I the normal see Batman. That and it was picture. the cutest, the straight up cutest thing ever. But I'm videoing them hold my, my uh, John and my son um, holding hands, walking in their matching. Batman suits traipsing along and I remember thinking to myself like this is such a precious memory and hot damn my husband looks so hot it was ridiculous it's still so surprising to me because I've known him so long like he comes he'll come down in the morning like I'll be drinking my coffee and I'll be like whoa whoa like even even, like in our own house I'll be like whoa like I feel like oh oh." I love that what is one thing that you cannot do without one either it's it's could be the Coffee. straw it could be um a an article of clothing it could be what's your like what's one of you, not one not it doesn't have to be the most not important thing not coffee 
Um, but no, but like a, a particular thing. So we often like we'll share like, oh, I'm like into like these so diapers or this. This is our like recommendation or, section. Mm-hmm. So like if you're sitting in with your coven and you're trading insider secrets, what's your like the one thing your girlfriends are like, oh my god, give me your t- give me your tip on this or what's your secret? Oh, give me a su- like a subject. So, so um, and no, it could be I like that's the fun thing. It could Makeup, be anything clothes, like I yes, it body would, care. Yes, yes we'll work out something for your daughter that she's learning with right Books. now. Mm-hmm. Shows, whatever. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I mean, <laughs> my library card is a big one because I, I, my daughter loves books so much, and we buy her a lot of books and donate them. But then also, like, she—it's really her library card, giving her the ownership of like. It was funny on Halloween. We went trick or treating. We went trick or treating past the library, and she's like, "Mom, can I just go get a book while we're here?" Like, and her fully in her costume doesn't want the candy, wants the book. Because it's Um, one thing that kids are not. I mean, I just started reading chapter books with Carmen, and it's one of these things where it's so. I realized the last time I like really read a book from front to back because I'm so tired. Anytime I start reading one, I fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Um, and and so it's kind of like going back into that for me and I used to read many books every single week and now I get to read you know like you know Charlotte's Web yeah well so uh, reading is everything to me because first of all it's time together and it's like our secrets is like the books she and I read versus the books we have the books she and I read together which we're doing right now the whole Madeline Langle series so we started with Wrinkle in Time and now we're on Dragons in the Water and we have like all these private we did wonder too, like these private jokes based on like the characters that David just doesn't know because they we read them together. And then he, she and he are reading Gulliver's Travels, so they have like their private jokes about that. And then as a family, we all read Harry Potter together. Oh, so and nice. then, but she, if you develop a reader, first of all, you never need a toy, you never need like if you have a family of readers. You just they, Wait, how you did that start? Did you just read to her every night when you she was read, going to bed? I, I've always read to her, and then once she could read by herself, you let them just dive into it. Yeah. And she, I mean, on the weekends, she'll spend a good five hours reading. I, I love that, and also just to have the book in your hands. I mean, and and yeah. going yeah. and one of the amazing things, you know, getting back Not to your Kindle. tip about libraries. <laughs> Oh, I love this. Oh, and now we know that she has that as a ringer. That is my ringer, yeah. Love. Okay, excellent. That's that's another good tip. Um, you know, what is that, you know, when you go to the library, I love that thinking, like, how many other people touched this book yeah. and went into this world? I mean, it's really just such it's a magical magic. thing. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. This is a fact. That was Alicia Reiner. We love the straws that she gave us. So sweet. So sweet. She's so glass conscious. Straws. She's always, yes, glass straws. So, you know, I, I get to see her around at, at um, different events from like yoga events to, you know, saving the planet from plastics with Lonely Whale. Um, and so she's always very thoughtful about where our world is going, where, you know, obviously you heard about how she um, mentors her, her daughter into bringing her up to be a very good human being. Um, a very, very inspiring woman. Definitely. And um, sometimes uh, with with multiple kids like we have and multiple young kids, it can get it can get tiring. It can get t- the idea of making every moment beautiful and special and nurturing and and centering and grounding for kids is the dream. And it gets away from you sometimes. So I loved hearing conversations like ours with her today where 
it gives me so much inspiration about what I could and should be doing um, in manageable ways. But also, you know, I it also makes me think, the way that I'm doing it is fine too, you know, and sometimes we get literally 10 bedtime stories in and sometimes we do one really fast and say prayers and go to sleep. And, and, um, I think what I ultimately took away was she just, she treats her daughter who's nine with so much respect Mm -hmm. and real, I mean, she really sees her, she really hears her, she really values her opinion. Um, and she knows that, you know, having a mom who works and a mom who has a sometimes really stressful time consuming career affects the whole family. And that's not saying that it's not worth it. It totally is worth it. But it was interesting to hear how she juggled that. Absolutely. So now we get to share some of our favorite things, y'all. Now it's time for our favorite things. Yes. So this week I wanted to tell you about a... (laughs) So the, the the guys and gals around these parts here at Purewell where we where we tape mom brain know that when I get hungry, it's not very pretty. <laughs> I get really hungry. This is why I carry snacks with me. I'm like, Daphne, eat something. She's melting down. It's like the Hulk, <laughs> you know. It's like all of a sudden I open up a bag of chips. I go from being this I think, you know, lovely, lovely friendly lovely. <laughs> friendly lady to being just a psychopath because my blood sugar tips and I get I don't feel like I'm making sense. And our job is to talk and make sense. And and anyway, we I, always have an out because it's called mom brain. True, we actually fair. don't have we to th- make we're sense on this. We're clever in we making this. We were very show. very clever. We, we were like, can you give us a show where if we make no sense at all, that's it's the whole still point? Okay. But so anyway, I, I normally, uh, normally historically speaking, I'm pretty good about having. Too much stuff in my bag. I mean, if you empty my handbag, a, a, a variety of things will fall out, and some of them essential, most of them completely not useful. Like I have, a, I have a good I'm entire. I'm laughing because this is so true, <laughs> literally so true. I have like a full makeup kit, an entire tin tea set, a couple canisters of Play-Doh, like a, like two two straight crayons, a reusable straw. I mean, it's hilarious, but um. But one thing that I now carry with me are little like little snack side bags, either of nuts and and sort of, you know, healthy sort of seed packs like that. Um, Squeezes of nut butter, which I love. But, you know, you have to be careful now with with so many nut allergies around. But something that I love because of those nut allergies and because my kids also love it. Um, and I obviously usually carry snacks for my kids, not just for me. Are these uh, these snack bars called Chia? Uh, they're called Health Warrior. Oh, we Health love Warrior. them. We use them. Oh my gosh! They yes, are yes. so freaking delicious. I feel like I stumbled over the name. It's Health Warrior, and they're Chia bars, and they come in a variety of different flavors. My favorite, I love. They have a chocolate one that's amazing, but the banana one, which so many like banana, banana fla- bread. Yeah. Thank you. That's exactly right. So many banana flavored items taste like toxic, awful banana. This tastes like warm banana mm-hmm. bread hot out of the oven. It's all chia seeds, so so little filler. And it's 100 calories. It's a 100 calorie little tiny bar. Um, not tiny. It's a, it's like enough that you feel like you've been tied it over until you can get to a real meal. Um, but they don't take up a lot of space in your bag, which is great. And they have all these different, um, and they're individually packed. So we just keep them in the pantry. And I grab one or a couple that throw in my bag and have them ready to go. So I thought you guys would like to know about that because my kids do eat it. And I know so many moms who are looking for 
snack bars either to put in the lunchbox or have in the car or have uh, you know on a, in a to-go pack or in your purse that are not just like glorified candy bars mm-hmm. for your kids and these have real fiber real protein all healthful ingredients so i could not say it enough good things about health warrior bars my um rafa is super super picky and it is one of the things that he will eat he loves the mango ones he calls it the red ones they're not actually red there's like sort of like a coral color but he calls it the red ones i'm like whatever you want to call it as long as you'll eat it carmen um and most of like the play dates that that come over are obsessed with the chocolate um peanut butter i believe philomena mm. likes that one too when she comes yeah, over she's my daughter chocolate peanut, chocolate butter, peanut butter. <laughs> but it, it's also one of those things where it literally has like two chocolate chips in the entire thing but that's but all they need to see they just want to see like a real to, chocolate chip thing. in it's there chocolate peanut butter and you're not lying but it actually is very very good for them so i'm like sure you can have a chocolate peanut butter bar no problem um but yes no so big really amazing amazing favorite thing daphne mine is um is actually a brightening concealer. Um, how how do you pronounce this? Um, Boing? Ben, it's a it's benefit. Boing. So benefit <laughs> boing um, brightening concealer. I'm constantly looking for the way to not be tired. Um, I'm not not be tired. Not look like I'm tired. Can I'm I trying to it? confuse you guys to make you think that I am not actually tired, but I'm very tired. Um, so this is actually one of the things that is my like go to three. Um, is a brightening concealer and it just makes me feel better on my under eyes. Um, Daphne, maybe you can tell me if you think that that's the right shade for me. It's number two. What's? Ooh, it's pretty. It's pretty and like you can just like dab it on and it it's actually bright. It doesn't just like mask the under eye circles. It actually brightens it. So I'll put a little bit under my eyes and then I'll put sometimes like right underneath my eyebrow. Yes. Um, and or like right like right in the. What's this part of the eye called? Um, we don't need a doctor. The tear term. duct. The tear duct. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, like right by your nose where that eye thing, that part of the eye. The inner corner the of the eye. The inner corner of the eye. There you go. Um, but so, yeah, Benefit Brightening Concealer, I feel like is a really nice. I'm going to try that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like right under the nose as well. You know, like. Broken you, capillaries. Like, the SS, hide, hide it all. Hide it all. That's what we got, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Mom Brain. And uh, we'll catch you next week. In the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, please. And uh, if you have questions, comments, concerns, things you'd like to discuss, go ahead and send us an email. We are mombrainpod at gmail.com. Yay! Yay. This is Mom Brain with Alaria Baldwin and Daphne Oz. Mom Brain is a Gallery Media Group production.